Hi, I'm Becky. And I'm Haley. And this is That's Folked Up. Up. The fairy tale and folktale podcast where we tell fairy tale and folktales and apply modern day conventions to them. And, and they're really bad. They're not good. <laughs> they don't hold up. They at all. don't. It is not okay. Uh, this podcast, if you didn't see the little E for explicit, is not for children. It is not. Do not let your child listen to this. Unless if you're like a really bad parent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I'm going today and I have a story from um, a book I borrowed from my little sister, Anne. It's an Andrew Lang anthology and it has a bunch of stories from a lot of his books. And so the one I'm telling you today is from the Red Fairy book Ooh. for anybody who has his books. And it is called Bushy Bride. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Buckle in. I'm excited. Yeah. (laughs) There was once on a time a widower who had a son and a daughter by his first wife. They were both good children and loved each other with all their hearts. After some time had gone by and the man married again, he chose a widow with one daughter who was ugly and wicked. Oh. And her mother was ugly and wicked too. Rude. (laughs) I just like that he's like, that one, yes. (laughs) From the very day that the new wife came into the house, there was no peace for the man's children and not a corner to be found where they could get any rest. So the boy thought that the best thing he could do was go out in the world and try to earn his own bread. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you hate your situation, then leave. (laughs) Yeah, you got the fuck out of that shit. I mean, if you're old enough and can do it. Yeah. So when he had roamed for about some time, okay, uh, he came to the king's palace, where he obtained a place under the coachman. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Working in the palace. Mm-hmm. Hot, hot shit. <laughs> under the coachman. Um, and very brisk and active he was. And the horses that he looked after were so fast and sleek that they shone again. Ooh. Yeah, gorgeous. But his sister, who was still at home, fared worse and worse. Yeah. Both her stepmother and her stepsister were always finding fault with her. Whatsoever she did and whithersoever she went, they scolded her and abused her so that she never had an hour's peace. They made her do all the hard work, and hard words fell to her lot early and late, but little enough food accompanied them. Oh, sad. Where is her father? I mean, I mean, seriously. It's like in Cinderella, too. Like, where's the dad? Why is he letting them do this? <laughs> I know. Well, at least in Cinderella, like, they'll like be like, oh, he died, or oh, he, you know, went off to be a merchant or yeah, some shit. Yeah, or something. This one... Doesn't say what happens to the dead. He's just like, cool, whatever. Yeah, he's just like, I guess my first children suck and yeah. <laughs> my new family is best. They're great. So one day they sent her to the brook to fetch some water home and an ugly and horrible head rose up out of the water and said, wash me, girl. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Look at this illustration. <laughs> oh, amazing. And it's like, the illustration um, is beautiful, uh, but it has giant ass heads like coming out of the brook. <laughs> like, it is huge. Um, yes, I will wash you with pleasure, said the girl, and began to wash and scrub the ugly face, but she couldn't help thinking that it was a very unpleasant piece of work. When she had done it and done it well, another head rose up out of the water, and this one was uglier still. Brush me, girl, said oh the God. head. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> Do you like this? Yes, I will brush you with pleasure, (laughs) said the girl, and set to work with the tangled hair. And, as may be easily imagined, this too was by no means pleasant work. When she got it done, another and much more ugly and horrible head rose up out of the water, because rule of threes. Yeah, of course. 
kiss me, girl, oh. said the head. Yes, I will kiss you, said the man's daughter. And she did it. But she thought it was the worst bit of work that she'd ever had to do in her life. <laughs> this is worse than washing and brushing those other two heads. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> ew. So the heads began to talk to each other and ask what they should do for this girl who was so full of kindliness. She shall be the prettiest girl that ever was, and fair and bright as the day, said the first head. Mm -hmm. Gold shall drop from her hair whenever she brushes it, said the second. Gold shall drop. I don't know what the voices were in the first place, but I'm trying to keep with them. (laughs) Gold shall drop from her mouth whenever she speaks, said the third head. That sounds annoying, though. I know, that would be so shitty. Isn't there another fairy tale where the gold drops, like, as they're talking? Yeah, I think so. Or it's, like, jewels or something. Yeah, Yeah. it just sounds painful. It does, right? Yeah. So when the man's daughter went home... Also, I love that, like, this guy has just, like, ghosted us in the first paragraph, but we're still going to refer to her as the the man's man's daughter. daughter. Yeah, she doesn't have a name. (laughs) No, she doesn't have a name. She's just known as the man's daughter. Should we give her a name? Yeah. uh, Melissa? I was gonna say. <laughs> sure, what? Melissa. What? You don't like Melissa? No, I think it's great. I just, it's good. <laughs> when the man's daughter, oh, sorry, when Melissa went home looking as beautiful and bright as day, the stepmother and her daughter grew much more ill-tempered, and it was worse when she began to talk, and they saw that golden coins dropped from her mouth. Mm-hmm. The stepmother fell into such a towering passion that she drove the uh, Melissa into the pigsty. She might stay there with her fine show of gold, the stepmother said, but she should not be permitted to set foot in the house. That's so stupid, though. She literally is dropping gold. Why would you be mad about that? Because <laughs> she's a jealous, mean lady. Because <laughs> she's Kate Blanchett in this story. <laughs> no, because this lady's ugly. It said oh, so right. in the first sentence. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. <sighs> and Kate Blanchett is... Anyway, okay, focus. It was not long before the mother wanted her own daughter to go to the stream to fetch some water. And when she got there with her pails, the first head rode up out of the water, close to the bank. Wash me, girl, it said. Wash yourself, answered the woman's daughter. (laughs) Then the second head appeared. Brush me, girl, said the head. Brush yourself, said the woman's daughter. (laughs) So it went down to the bottom, and the third head came up. Kiss me, girl, said the head. As if I would kiss your ugly mouth, said the girl. <laughs> it literally says, as if. That's really funny. I love it. <laughs> so, again, the heads talk together about what they should do for this girl who is so ill-tempered and full of her own importance. Also, real fast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think that refusing to kiss a giant ugly head makes you ill-tempered. No, I don't either. But, and, uh, you know, these are from olden times. You know, I know that, but we're applying modern day conventions. Yeah, you're not and I'm saying that's some garbage. Bullshit, yeah. <laughs> also, there's this thing in fairy tales where widows are always like, you know, uh, lusty and like, because mm. they've been married once so they don't mm-hmm. have to worry about that whole virginity thing. Uh. <laughs> so that always makes me wonder when they talk about like widows and fairy tales like this woman is. Oh, this they, is the daughter. If they're actually actually wicked oh no i know oh okay just her mom oh gotcha i was really confused so again the heads talked together about what they would do for this girl who was so ill-tempered and full of her own importance and they agreed that she should have a nose that was four l's long oh e-l-l-s and a jaw that was three l's and a fir bush in the middle of her forehead and every time she spoke ashes should fall from her mouth oh that sucks so 
I looked up how long an L is. Oh, okay. Yes. So, an L is 1.25 yards. Oh, that's that's long. That is. That's like, that's really long. And then for <laughs> anybody who's not in America, it is 1.14 meters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, if she had, you know, if it was three L's, it was a lot. It's like a really long nose and chin. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> yeah, so her foot would have... Or her, her nose would have been 11 feet long. <laughs> That's harsh punishment. It I is. Say, you didn't want to brush my hair. Yeah, or like brush or wash some rando ugly ass heads yeah. in a pond. So dumb. Um, when she came... When she came back to the cottage door with her pail, she called to her mother who was inside. Open the door. Open the door yourself, my own dear child, said the mother. (laughs) I can't get near because of my nose, said the daughter. (laughs) (laughs) When the mother came and saw her, you may imagine what a state of mind she was in and how she screamed and lamented, but neither the nose nor the jaw grew any less for that. Now the brother who was in service at the king's palace, had taken a portrait of his sister, Melissa, Uh and he had carried the picture away with him. (laughs) And every morning and evening, he knelt down before it and prayed for his sister. So dearly did he love her. Weird. Seems like a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, nice gesture, I guess. Yeah. At least he's thinking of her. Yeah. I mean... um, That does seem weird. It's a little creepy, (laughs) but okay. Um, the other stable boys had heard him doing this, so they peeped through the keyhole into his room and saw that he was kneeling there before a picture. Also, how would they have heard about it? Yeah, Is he, like, rumpled still skiing around, like, I look at my sister's picture in that. Like, no one should ever know. And they're like, oh, man, we're going to look through the people. Maybe he was just doing it really loudly, and like, like, oh, God, please help my dear sister. Uh, and then the, the other stable heads were like, what the fuck the is he doing? What the fuck is going on? Um, so they told everyone that morning and evening, the youth knelt down and prayed to an idol, which he had. And at last they went to the king himself and begged that he too would peep through the keyhole and see for himself what the youth did. Cause the kings have nothing better to do than see what the stable boys are I mean, doing. They really don't in fairy tales. They just sit that, and give their daughters away to the first man who comes along. Also true. Or marry the first beautiful woman that yeah. comes along yeah. and then punish her immediately yeah. for any malfeasance. Immediately. So at first, the king would not believe this, but after a long, long time, they prevailed with him, and he crept on tiptoe to the door, peeped through, and saw the youth on his knees with his long hands clasped together before a picture which was hanging on the wall. Wait, the picture's on the wall? So why did it have to... Whatever, okay. (laughs) Open the door, cried the king, but the youth did not hear. So the king called him again, but the youth was praying so fervently that yeah. he did not hear this time either. I think you were absolutely right. Yeah, I feel like he must just be yelling. He's right? just like, oh, God. <laughs> Open the door, I say, cried the king again. It is I. I want to come in. So the youth was like, well, shit, Bobby. So he sprang to the door and unlocked it. But in his haste, he forgot to hide the picture, oh. which he had hanging up. Because America. Oh, because yeah. whatever country this is in. <laughs> When the king entered inside, he stood still as if he were in fetters and could not stir from the spot for the picture seemed so beautiful to him. These kings, it's like they've never seen a woman before. No, 100% (laughs) they have not. 
There is nowhere on earth so beautiful a woman as this, said the king. But the youth told him that she was his sister and that he had painted her. Mm -hmm. Brag. And that if she was not prettier than the picture, she was at all events not uglier. Oh. Yeah. What a weird thing to say. It is it is a little difficult to say. <laughs> it's hard to pronounce. Um, when, okay, well. Well, if she is as beautiful as that, I will have her for my queen, said the king. And he commanded the youth to go home and fetch her without a moment's delay and without a moment's consent and to lose no time in coming back. Did you, did you put that in? What? The youth promised to make all the haste he could and set forth from the king's palace. So, when the brother arrived at home to fetch a sister, her stepmother and stepsister would go too. So they all set out together. <laughs> and Melissa took with her a casket in which she kept her gold and a dog um, which was called Little Snow. Aww. These two things were all that she had inherited from her mother. When they had traveled for some time, they had to cross the sea and the brother sat down at the helm. And the stepmother and two half-sisters went to the forepart of the vessel and they sailed a long, long, long way. At last they came in sight of land. Oh. Yes. With the one sister with the 11-foot nose. Yes. Poking out over the prow. Yes. It is. It's a great imagining. It is beautiful. You know, they like, will have, like, mermaids and stuff. They just have her nose as yeah. their... As their friend's piece. Yes. It's beautiful. Um, look across... Uh, look at the white strand there. That is where we shall land, said the brother, pointing across the sea. What is my brother saying? inquired Melissa. He says that you are to throw your casket out into the sea, answered the stepmother. Well, she sucks, man. I know. <laughs> well, if my brother says so, I must do it, said Melissa, and she flung the casket into the sea. These, like, really subservient women who are the heroines of these folk tales. Right? <laughs> They're like, she is the best. I would 100% be, like, the unhappy stepsister in yeah. these stories. Brush like... yourself. <laughs> As if I would ever kiss you. <laughs> For real. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my nose is so big. Okay, so, I'm joking. Well, if my brother says so, I must do it, said the Melissa, and she flung her casket into the sea. When they had sailed for some time longer, the brother more pointed, or the brother once more pointed over the sea. There you see the palace to which we are bound, he said. What is my brother saying? asked the man's daughter. Now he says that you are to throw your dog into the sea, answered the stepmother. Uh, fuck you. The man's daughter wept, sorry, Melissa wept, and was sorely troubled, for little snow was the dearest thing she had on earth. Don't throw your dog into the sea. Don't throw your dog into the sea. But at last she threw him overboard. No, baby. No dogs were harmed in the recording of this podcast. <laughs> also, this is a spoiler, but Little Snow's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to focus on anything else. I, like, skipped ahead when I was reading it. I was like, what the fuck happened to the dog? <laughs> um, if my brother says that, I must do it. But heaven knows how unwilling I am to throw thee out, Little Snow, said she. So they snailed, or snailed, so they sailed onwards a while, a long way further. Where mayest thou see the king coming out to meet thee, said the brother. Uh, what is my brother saying? asked the sister again. Now he says that you are to make haste and throw yourself overboard, answered the stepmother. She wept and, w Melissa wept and wailed, but as her brother had said that, she thought she must do it. So she leapt into the sea. Why? I feel like... At least go and ask him about it, you know? Like, 
what the fuck, man? Get Why a do second you want me opinion. To do all this horrible shit. Seriously, <laughs> he's like, yeah, you're gonna come marry the king. Um, we're almost there, but if you could just kill yourself, yeah, if real you could fast. just drown yourself in the sea, that'd be great. That would be great. So. Um, but when they arrived at the palace and the king beheld the ugly bride with a nose that was four L's long, a jaw that was three L's, and a forehead with a bush in the middle of it, he was quite terrified. Which actually means that I was wrong. The jaw is 11 feet long. Oh, man. And the nose is like 14 feet long. Wow. <laughs> wow. But the wedding feast was all prepared as regarded brewing and baking, and all the wedding guests were sitting waiting, so, ugly as she was, the king was forced to take her. What? I'm sorry, he's the king. Yeah, he's like, I just don't want to have an embarrassment right now. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh man, that is really stupid. Aren't you in charge? Like, what's the point of being king? (laughs) Well, I guess we better not let this beast go to waste. I know, God forbid we just had like a... It's my half birthday. You can make up reasons to eat food. You can. What do you think Thanksgiving is? For real. So. We sure are grateful to have all this food. (laughs) So the king uh, was forced to take her, but he was very wroth. And none can blame him for that. So he caused the brother to be thrown into a pit full of snakes. Oh, wow. (laughs) I mean. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Um, on the first Thursday night after this, a beautiful maiden came into the kitchen of the palace and begged the kitchen maid who slept there to lend her a brush. She begged very prettily and got it. And then she brushed her hair and the gold dropped from it. A little dog was with her. And she said to it, go out little snow and see if it will soon be day. This she said thrice, and the third time that she sent out the dog to see, it was very near dawn. Mm. Then she was forced to depart, but when she, as she went, she said, we have a beautiful poem here. Ooh. Yes. Oh, to- just kidding. <laughs> out on thee, ugly bushy bride, sleeping so soft by the young king's side. On sand and snow- stones my bed I make, and my brother sleeps with a cold snake, unpitied and unwept. Oh. I shall come twice more, and then never again, said she. <laughs> She's really acquired a flair for the dramatics after she hurled herself off a ship. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I would too. I mean, I wouldn't have done it. In the morning, the kitchen maid related what she had seen and heard, and the king said that the next Thursday night, he himself would watch in the kitchen and see if this were true. But when it had begun to grow dark, he went into the kitchen to the girl. But though he rubbed his eyes and did everything he could to keep himself awake, it was all in vain, for the bushy bride crooned and sang till his eyes were fast closed, and when the beautiful young maiden came, he was sound asleep and snoring. This time also, as before, she borrowed a brush and brushed her hair with it, and the gold dropped down as she did it. Again, she sent the dog out three times, and when the day dawned, she departed. But as she was going, she said as she had before, I shall come once more, and then never again. (gasps) Is she like a ghost? I don't know. Hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. But I don't know. Hmm. On the third Thursday night, the king came once more and insisted on keeping watch. Then he set two men to hold him. Each of them was to take an arm and shake him and jerk him by the arm whenever he seemed to be going asleep. (laughs) And he set the two men to watch... Oh, and he sent two men to watch his bushy bride. But the night wore on... 
Oh, but as the night wore on, the bushy bride again began to croon and sing, so that his eyes began to close and his head droop on one side. They never really mentioned that power of hers. Yeah, I mean, at least she has a nice singing voice. I mean, maybe. She's going to be really fucking ugly. <laughs> you know what, though? I've learned recently that sometimes when I get really stressed out, I fall asleep. Like, oh. my body's like, no, absolutely not. So she might be such a bad singer that he just, like, passes out to get He's out of like, the situation. terrible. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um... Uh, then came the lovely maiden and got the brush and brushed her hair to the gold dropped from it. And then she sent her little snow out to see if it would soon be day. And this she did three times. And the third time it was just beginning to grow light. And she said, out on thee, ugly bush, bushy bride, sleeping so soft by the young king's side on sand and stones. My bed I make until my brother sleeps with cold snake unpitied and unwept. You can see this picture. Oh, it's very pretty. Yeah. I got a picture going. Very beautiful young lady. She's brushing her hair gold. The they've drawn little snow as like a little terrier. Yeah, and the king and the and the guard are just asleep. Just sleeping, babies. Yeah, just. Yeah. Now I shall never come again," she said, and she turned to go. But the two men were holding the king. Uh, the two men who were holding the king by the arm seized his hands and forced a knife into his grasp and then made him cut her little finger just enough to make it bleed thus the true bride was freed well, okay of course <laughs> the fuck <laughs> the king then awoke and she told him all what had taken place and how her stepmother and stepsister had betrayed her then the brother was at once taken out of the snake pit the snakes had never touched him oh. and the stepmother and stepsister were flung down into it instead of him no one can tell how delighted the king was to get rid of that hideous, bushy bride and get a queen who was bright and beautiful as the day itself. And now the real wedding was held, and held in such a way that it was heard of and spoken about all over seven kingdoms. The king and his bride drove to church, and little Snow was in the carriage, too. Oh. And when the blessing was given, they went home again, and after that, I saw no more of them. Wow. I didn't realize that this was being told in the first person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I love that. Well, I guess she was also a terrible person, but mostly the only fault the king has with her is mostly that she's just really ugly. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, yeah. I, if I was anybody in this, I would definitely be that one. Um, it says in, uh, in brackets, it sa- or it says in brackets from J. Mo. Oh. So I don't know what that means, but... Yay! Yay! That was that was a good one. That was thank you. That was messed up. I've never heard that one before. <laughs> I haven't either, actually. Yeah, I've never heard any. The heads thing is new. That very is so new. creepy. Yeah, I've never heard that in a fairy tale either. I was like, oh no. Do you think that that's like, like bad, like just fairies or what could those be? I don't know, right? Like some sort of like malevolent bullshit, whatever. Yeah. Huh. Just some thirsty guys. Hanging out in a pond. Someone kiss me. Oh, will you brush me? <laughs> Ew, brush yourself. Ow. Ow. Jocelyn. Oh, yeah, for real. Uh, well, thank you guys for listening to That's Folked Up. Yeah, make sure you follow us on our social meds. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's uh, at That's Folked Up everywhere. Everywhere. And uh, let us know if you want to hear any kind of fairy tales. We've had a couple of suggestions. Um, so we're working on those. But, yeah, keep those coming. Let us know. Please do. And uh, don't do anything we wouldn't do. Yeah.
Have fun, be safe. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. Bye. Bye.